Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Like they wear a man 
streets where fish and the Guinness gave the kangaroo its wings. But each time I thought I'd found what makes us who we are, that bus pulls up beside me and the kids get out. Yeah, the kids get out. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, three CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations, and we pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in, and also. Um, acknowledged that all the lands were stolen and never ceded, and that the language used in this program is probably more of an Anglo-Saxon nature, and that there have been, of course, people expressing and identifying their gender authentically on lands all over the world since time began. A good resource to look at that is the PBS Interactive Gender Map, which includes Australia and peoples, what is now called Australia, and peoples such as sister girls and brother boys. I'm Sally Goldner. I use the pronoun she, her. I'm your host of Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue. Thanks, Pete, for all the marine news, diving deep as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon and also available on On Demand and podcast as well. And uh, lots of things to talk about on today's Out of the Pan. And if you want to engage with the program, there are ways in which, with which, in which, upon which, to wit, you can do it. You can email outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner AM, and also at out of the pan, 3CR, 855am Melbourne. Remember, any opinions on the program are my own and not those of any organisation with which I am or have been associated. Uh, don't think there'll be anything 
too triggering on the show today. Maybe just some mentions of issues. But if there ever is, you can call QLife, which includes Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, 1-800-184-527. Well, the, um, there is lots of sort of news and things that have come my way. Um, and um, one that just came to me via a friend this morning from Instagram. See, I'm up to about 2016 on my social media, said the nearly 56-year-old was from, um, the post was originated, my not my friend, um, by someone, Sean Zepps, S-E-A-N-S-Z-E-P-S. And um, this um, Sean has um, posted a really good article here. Each morning I, lo- I lay out two to three outfits for the twins to choose from. I read, an art- I read an article back in the day about the importance of small choices for young minds and the concept really resonated with me. It went something like this. As parents with busy schedules, it's easy, some would say necessary, to establish strong and simple routines. These routines are often packed with um, decisions we make for our tiny humans. We believe justifiably that our choices are what's best, in inverted commas, for them, and in most cases we're right. But what this, um, um, that food is healthier for you, this product will keep you from getting sunburned, this show is better than that for your brain, etc., etc., but making decisions for our kids doesn't leave them very empowered and doesn't most definitely doesn't give them a sense of control in a world where they're constantly being told what to do and how to do it. It's not very consistent with the life they'll need to live as adults, so a lack of choice is actually less helpful than we might imagine if our priority is to produce capable and confident humans. That is why the power of small choice is such a useful tool for parents. Key is not to losing your mind, um, but... Um, also minimise the impact on your routine. Can pick the fruit you eat for breakfast. Pick the clothes from a selection. Choose your hairstyle. Um, so meltdowns often occur due to a lack of control, and also it says you'll increase in authentic expression. Um, so that's um, where Sean then goes on to say, "Quote: I started adding skirts to Cooper's morning selection, random fruit that I would never eat to their breakfast bundle. The result." Cooper has been exploring sparkly dresses and Stella has an affinity foods for never, I would never eat myself. Um, give me a shot and let me know how it goes. Well, totally fair. Gee, what's, what's the problem? You know, sort of, um, well, let's start with fruits first. Fruit, unless you are, um, some, some say something like lactose intolerant, is um, in general terms, repeat general terms, good for you. But seriously, of course, um, if a child assigned male wears a skirt, now let's see, uh, the earth, the world won't come to an end, the sky won't fall in, there won't be fire and brimstone, there won't be a great wailing and gnashing of teeth, hang on, that was Dave Allen, um, so yeah, sounds good to me, um, and goodness knows that child will feel more comfortable in all aspects of gender identity and gender expression if they are trans, well, they'll feel able to get on with their life earlier. And someone who didn't have a start to life for 29 years, that sounds pretty damn good to me. If they um, are just someone who is not, then they'll, bal- act, they'll act, gain access to the positivity that regardless of how assigned or their body or anything else, that they'll be able to use all their skills and attributes and overcome nonsense about arbitrary classifications of masculine and feminine. Um, bad stereotypes coming up. Only men can do maths and only women can show empathy. And then you may reach for the brown paper bag, dear listeners of all genders. So I think this is great. Well done to Sean. Um, it's increased my 
number of followers on Instagram by about 25% because I don't really use it a lot, but there you go. Thanks to my friend GL for that. And what do you think? Um, do we just need to um, make sure children have a range to access and information and choices? Or do we um, control people, as Sean says? It's over to you. Um, <clears throat> well, it would be the great Australian dream that every child grow up happy. And that was our opening track today from Graham Connors. Um, and that one was originally on his album from the mid, mid-90s, The Here and Now, um, which, I, which I have an autographed copy because I went to see Graham Connors many years ago and he autographed it. Woo-hoo. One of my favourite singer-songwriters. Um, well, here's another awesome Australian singer-songwriter. It's, by the way, it's, I decided to go all Australian music today. And um, let's have a listen to Paul Kelly from an, a mid-80s album, um, the one that probably broke him. Um, and that's the one Gossip, and here's a track featuring Paul and all his guitarists at their brilliant best. This is called The Execution. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
I'm not understanding why people aren't seeing the fact that prisons are an integral part of a public health response to a pandemic. Like you, I'm really concerned about whether the data is being released very honestly about illnesses within prison. I have suspicions it's not, but really we need very strong leadership in this country that actually cares about people inside, our most vulnerable populations inside. That's what we need and that's not what we're getting right now. We need to keep Radical Voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 8377. You know, there's people, like you said, have been on casual for seven years. Well, it's supposed to be casual employment. People want full-time jobs. They don't want to be sitting there casual, not knowing they're going to get any any days, any leave or what's, whatsoever. Especially, you look at all the casuals in the, our industry at the moment, they're sitting home. You know, people want full-time employment and they, sh- they should be entitled to That's full-time right. employment. And look at all the people who were used and abused as casuals in the aged care sector and all the problems that are facing people now and all the deaths that are following in the meatworks, a lot of that's casuals, labour hire, you know, we've got blokes travelling around, you know. We want full-time positions and, you know, that's, 
and people want it. We want to be full-time employed. You want them to have your Christmas holidays. You want to have time with your family. But when you're a casual, you get none of that. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio. CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard from Paul Kelly and, um, well, the um, um, Coloured Girls, as they were then named, um, later the Messengers, and um, the Execution. Some great work there from um, Paul um, Michael, um, John Schofield and Michael Barclay um, putting it all together and they did um, such great work together on that track um, and as part of that whole band released in 1985 Steve Bar- um, Connolly, I beg your pardon Michael Barclay was on drums and um, um, John Schofield on bass and the bass just chipped in there so well with all of Paul and um, Steve's guitar work as well as part of that great Australian band. Well, an update on a story back from the 13th of June where, and I make it clear that this segment is not medical advice, I'm not a health professional, I'm concerned about um, LGBTIQA plus issues and in the trans community. Um, that includes trans and gender diverse issues. And on the 13th of June, I commented about how there hadn't been any information that I had seen at that point in relation to the effects of hormones and vaccines combining. Now, there's an article that has emerged, dated the 12th of August, that I um, got notification of during the week by Ada Chung, who's an endocrinologist at Austin Health. And it was interesting on that day that I got contacted by a freelance journalist asking about this very issue. And um, the article, so is it your community health or one word, .org.au, your questions answered. And the heading is, how does AstraZeneca affect trans and gender diverse, trans people on gender affirming hormones? And um, after the, <clears throat> the date and the headline, the first sentence in bold reads, quote, Trans people on gender-affirming hormones are not at higher risk of blood clots with the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. By Ada Chung um, talks about how trans and gender-diverse people may be wary as um, medical institutions have often pathologised trans and gender-diverse non-conforming people. Messaging has been complex, frequently changing. Blood clots can cause alarm for those on um, gender-affirming therapy and led to hesitancy to consider the AstraZeneca vaccine. So she then goes on to say, let's tackle some questions specifically. I'm on HRT. Am I at higher risk of blood clots with AstraZeneca? Quote, the AstraZeneca vaccine is associated with a rare side effect called thrombosis with um, thrombocytoponia syndrome, TTS. I knew I should have rehearsed that more. Rebegin quote, this is different to the more common types of blood clots, deep vein thrombosis or pulmonary embolus that are known to occur more often in people using estradiol or progestin therapy. Blood clots in people using estradiol therapy are uncommon thought to be due to increased liver coagulation sticky factors and are typically treated with blood thinners. 
TTS is different from other clotting conditions. I'll ring, I'm going to restate that quote again from the article. TTS is different from other clotting conditions. TTS is triggered by an immune response to the AstraZeneca vaccine, causing the platelet levels, the blood cells responsible for clotting levels, to drop, malfunction and in turn clot, particularly affecting different parts of the body such as the brain. The mechanism of TTS is not fully understood, but it is immune-driven disease that causes platelet overactivity. TTS is treatable with blood thinners and intravenous immunoglobulins are used in more severe cases. So I think there's a critical um, word sentence there. I'm going to say it a third time. Quote, TTS is different to other clotting conditions. Well, very, very welcome. Good to see this. This is why we need you know, trans-specific and queer-specific health and medical care. But it's worrying that this took so long, um, particularly here in Victoria, where we're supposed to be you know, somewhat of a trans leader, that it took this long, and also that two larger so-called LGBTI organisations urged everyone in LGBTIQIQ communities to get vaccinated, which I agree, you know, overall agree with. I respect that people have medical conditions and their own views, but otherwise get it done, which we seem to be um, sort of on the right road to now, um, better late than never or whatever. But anyway, it's happening here in this, what is now called Australia. And well, um, there it is. But it does worry me that some of our larger organisations just put used LGBTIQ in a blanket sense and didn't think to um, um, consider that um, 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 the needs of trans and gender diverse people. And this is the dangers in our communities of tokenistic inclusion of any particular group. So very, very welcome. Good to see um, Ada Chung, who's um, you know sort of very involved in the trans communities as an endocrinologist, um, and the article then goes on. Um, so, um, you know, so the, she then asked, should I wait for Pfizer? Um, and um, there is now enough, um, doesn't really answer that question directly, in my opinion. Um, you know, sort of talks about effectiveness rates, that Pfizer is the preferred vaccine for people under 60, but supply of Pfizer has been limited to date. Um, but AstraZeneca is available now, and then says there is enough AstraZeneca in Australia now for anyone who wants it, um, which doesn't really answer the question. She then the next heading is do the benefits outweigh the risks? Um, and there's um, you know, sort of um, you know again not in my opinion directly answered. But I think that when you look at that article, of course, always get your own medical advice. I, as a, I'll state again, I am not a health professional, and certainly not well, not a physical health professional or a mental health professional, but everyone needs to take responsibility for themselves. And on a totally apropos of nothing note, obviously some demonstrators don't understand those last few words, or as I call them, as they were rightly labelled a few weeks ago, demonstrators, um, which is um, a good word for them. Uh, um so there we go, some um, useful advice, but my, as always, you know, make sure you can talk to your own health professional. Um, it is a very difficult time for lots of people, including those in LGBTIQ communities. I'd be the first to admit that my tank is running, emotional tank is running low and I'm having to, um, you know, refuel in a sense, or to use a favourite analogy of mine, plug my um, battery cables into other batteries at times. And sometimes our own charge runs high, so please 
reach out, but also be there for other people, um, particularly in our queer communities. And as per that um, message we had prior to this segment on the casualised workforce, we know many queers who work in hospitality and lots of people um, um, and entertainment, you know, their casual or sessional income is well down. Um, so please, um, you know, be aware of that. Um, I don't really want to get into much commentary on, um, you know, broader issues but um, of COVID and lockdowns. But I do have to say that on, on top of this, given that, um, you know, sort of the more marginalised people are suffering this, I'm beginning to wonder whether we need to get back to some forms of a broader job keeper, job seeker and cash flow boost, particularly in Victoria and New South Wales, which, um, well, New South Wales, we know will definitely be in for an extended lockdown and probably Victoria, given that it is those most marginalised who are facing um, the issues. And that includes definitely marginalised people in queer communities. We are not all double income, no kids, that sort of thing by any means um, in queer communities. So, um, yeah, um, please take care out there. Please reach out for help and do what you can. I know one friend of mine who does need to go into hospital for an operation and will need some support, reached out during the, um, when coming home, reached out for that and has got it um, and do what we can as a queer community. Um, it can be difficult to keep going, but in the words of this song from the Dingo's comeback album and that was on their following live album, Live at Last, um, well, you don't, you never, never know if you don't give it a go or as this song said, try anyway 3cr 855 am 3cr digital 3cr.org.au and 3cr on demand out of the pan with sally forbidden fruit sacred ground some things are out of bounds or so they told me When it comes to love, I'm just a fool I disregard the rules, no bars can hold me There's been a trail of broken heart and lost the will I never started out with the right frame of mind But all the doors are never closed, they're sticking Chances are we could take a dive But there's always hope while hope's alive and kicking Though the waters might get rough I know I want you bad enough I'll go under before I Try 
boss The effort just ain't worth the cost of playing anymore I know we live in desperate times One side falls, the other climbs Way above the law The culture where it don't suit the seas Dreamers in an age of reason Always face the winter's bitter cold Rock and roll, the dingoes, and all country rock. Take your pick. We don't like binaries on this um, program for sure. And the dingoes, one of Australia's great uh, bands from their live album from 2010. Try anyway. Keep trying. Um, we've got to. Well, a community that's part of the LGBTIQA plus communities that um, keeps trying is um, the Bi Plus community, the B, um, buzzing in, so to speak. And thanks to one of, of course, one of 3CR's awesome listeners, 3CR and all shows um, on it only have awesome listeners, not regular listeners. And um, Melina, who been a bit quiet lately, good to hear from you, Melina, um, sent me an article about coming out as bi, um, bi um, from the 16th of August, and it's on the Refinery website, refinery29.com, and it's called Am I Queer Enough to Call Myself Bi by Maggie 
and not sure of the pronunciation, spelt Z-H-O-U, so whether that's Zoo or Zhao, um, from August the 16th. And, you know, sort of um, here is someone, a um, not her words, but a cis woman, um, who began to realise that she was not just only attracted to males, um, talks about, um, you know, how she'd been in um, long-term relationships with males, um, talks about various definitions of bisexuality minus 18. So this article is from somewhere in Australia, if um, she's um, if Maggie's plugged that in there, My, uh, minus 18, talking about attraction to the gender the same as your own and to other genders or attraction to two or more genders. Um, Robin Ox, um, veteran leading um, bi-plus advocate, I call myself bisexual because I acknowledge that I have it in my I have in myself the potential to be attracted romantically and or sexually to people of more than one gender, not necessarily at the same time, not necessarily in the same way, not necessarily to the same degree. I'd really like that definition, more than one gender. No, you don't have to be 50-50. You don't have to have sex. You could just be romantically attracted. You know, could only, sorry, be romantically attracted or sexually. So, of course, it's safe and consensual. Um, Maggie talks about how um, being in a relationship with a man for six years um, smitten by crushes on male students and didn't have, and says, I didn't go through the by right of passage and my lack of female crushes left me feeling a little less worthy. My lack of experience leaves me feeling a lot less worthy. Well, this this is true. I have sometimes experienced this. I mean, um, you know, sort of to little tongue-in-cheek, I haven't, um, you know, sort of um, had a lot of relationships with males because... Um, in those immortal words, tongue in cheek, uh, where are all the good men? Haven't found them yet. Uh, or the good single men, or the good polyamorous men who are available, or whatever else. So um, yeah, haven't quite um, you know sort of found those relationships. And you know, when you've only had a majority of relationships with say one gender, you can question yourself, and or other people can question you. Oh, you haven't had sex with more than one gender, so you're either heterosexual or gay slash lesbian or homosexual, to quote those 1940s um, sort of um, um, you know, newsreel things. No, homo, no homosexuals in a, Her Majesty's Armed Forces. Um, why did I? Why has that stuck with me? Please get out of my brain. Seriously, these are the things that bi people um, face. And Maggie goes on to say, as a Chinese-Australian woman, um, I'm already acquainted with feeling alienated at the best of times. Yep, um, we can all, when we have double marginalisation, rather than having all the parts of ourself and our intersectionality valued and celebrated, um, you know, could be, um, as Maggie says, met with layers of rejection and hurt. Um, and Maggie goes on to quote the, the recent research that emerged that sadly said, 44% of Australians are not open to dating someone who's bi, which is quite outrageous. I mean, if you're a heterosexual man and you find out your female partner is bi and you love them, who cares? Vice versa, if you're um, a lesbian and you find out your partner is a bisexual woman or whatever else, if you love them and it's going to work, you communicate and work it out. And it was great to see a few weeks ago the SBS Insight special on bisexuality, including some gooists who have been on this program, at times, like Misty Farquhar, but um, I had, don't go looking for it, please. The comments on social media afterwards, the biphobic stuff was appalling and still out there. And it's hard to believe. People say, oh, the LGB have got it pretty much worked out in this in Australia because of marriage equality. Uh-uh, no. 
So um, wanting to lead up to this, because of course September, which we're only um, nine or ten days away from there into wit, is Celebrate Bisexuality Month leading up to Celebrate Bi Day on September the 23rd. And so it's this sort of internalised prejudice that a lot of bi people um, in this country and probably in other places are still facing. But um, I do like Maggie's um, final sentence of her article here on refinery29.com. It's being widely accepted that people don't have to subscribe to labels that have big coming out moments anymore. But for me, vocalising that, yes, I am in fact bisexual has been nothing short of healing. My voice may shake and my eyes may still be downcast, but it's no longer a confession, it's an affirmation. And, you know, when you do get that strength, it is so important. And, you know, I've sort of had... um, you know, we'll say ups and downs, be by, I mean, throughout the 2000s and into the early 2010s, um, you know, sort of I'd go to so-called LGBTIQ conferences and there was um, so little bi plus content. It was very isolating and invalidating and all that sort of stuff. Um, You know, so um, really important that you, um, you know, sort of do get that sense of affirmation and inclusion and visibility so really, really important. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll make sure that we have lots of buy stuff um, during September and um, watch out soon for the official announcement of Stand By Us 2. Last year's Stand By Us conference was a huge, hugely affirming thing for um, you know, many BiPlus people um, around um, this country and surrounding countries, and we were joined at times by people from all over the planet which was very awesome and um, you know including which was really really empowering many people just felt including myself felt the strongest we had in our bi plus for me by slash pan sense of identity so we really need that so lots of things happening um in september watch this space um in the meantime let's have some more musica um that's my only word of hebrew i can remember apart from a few blessings and um well, um, it's sunshiny in Melbourne, but, um, well, we need rain to make sure that our gardens grow and things. Um, rain is not, necessar- not necessarily gendered, but um, I suppose it could, um, it could be of all genders. And here's a song by Ian Moss on a live recording on the Matchbook 30th anniversary album, where the song was originally released. This is Mr Rain, 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. We got some room to dance. Let's go. I'm gonna fuck for you. This is my next single. This is called Mr. Ray. Yeah. 
Strong spirit, First Nations issues, families, people and stories from a First Nations perspective. Mondays at 1pm on 3CR. Proud black man, proud black man, you should not wonder. Luciano and Georgia Keats, supported by the Australian Queer Archive, present Queer Ways, retracing Melbourne's queer footprint. Queer Ways is a community art project that maps the queer history of Melbourne, combining our community's stories and voices, past and present, into a permanent, interactive record of being queer in Melbourne. Visit www.queerways.melbourne now to record your story in queer history and explore our city's untold history. Queer Ways, a 3CR supporter. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR.org.au, and three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Melina has emailed in. Glad you liked the article, Sally. Great to see that intersection within the community. Yes, Maggie is Australian walking in the sun and listening to the show. That's what we call good multitasking, um, you know, um, within five kilometres from home. Um, Wanted to talk very quickly about that. Um, The August 2021 um, edition of Star Observer um, has on the front cover the always awesome Georgie Stone sharing her tips for surviving isolation. No, it's not easy. Um, so you can check that out if you um, online at the Star Observer website. Um, and you know, if you, you know, we've got to, you've got to get some companionship. Um, there's a list in the um, print um, version on pages, page numbers, that's a bit strange, Um, um, with um, an article with Georgie and the fabulous Jordan Raskopoulos, um, and, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of keep lines of communication open, she says, Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, Georgie lives with mother and twin brother, and they do discuss things and get it out of their system, and I think that's really important. Jordan Raskopoulos' tip, um, you know, sort of... um, 
you know, says, um, you know, sort of um, that she offers them, um, you know, points them to various services. You, you know, I mean, where, if you're not a trained counsellor, you can only just be as empathic, 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 um, New Zealand accent? No, um, empathic as you can. And so this article lists services such as um, Drummond Street Services, Queer Space, Q Life, your community health transgender Victoria declaring my interest in that organisation. Um, are you okay? Minus 18 and in Sydney, the Gender Centre um, in Western Australia. Of course, there is Transfolk of WA and ATSAC, A-T-S-A-Q, up in Queensland. So, yeah, well done to Georgie for all her awesomeness. Um, very, very much needed in these times. Um, and we've also got another website. Um, the Melbourne International Film Festival, um, nothing to be miffed about. Uh-huh. Um, you can check out some of the queer content and don't be miffed at the MIF website, as well as including a talk with queer activist Peter Hatchener and the documentary about act- activist activism in Australia. Access ends at midnight, so you can only watch it today. Um, getting quick. And Mel has just, as we speak, um, yep, within the minute, an article with Fran Kelly about her partner, lovely story, and um, Fran Kelly and does great work um, um, in terms of media. Uh, I know Hoffler, um, one of our awesome listeners, is um, a huge fan um, of um, um, yeah, Fran and also um, journalist, not um, talking about sexuality here, um, Patricia Cavallis, um, who do good media, um, very, very much needed in these times uh well there it is look um as i say hang in there you, you know you don't have to be su- no one's superhuman um there is no super person or super non-binary person or super girl or superman or anything at the moment um for those in victoria and new south wales and other parts of the country it's not easy going um by any um stretch of the imagination um you know, sort of, um, you know, just, and, and it may sound trite, but you've really got to just live one day at the time. Um, and, you know, we mourn the past, but you can't get stuck in it. We want a better future, but we're not there yet. Um, do, you know, the self-care that you need. Reach out, go for walks where you can, do what exercise you can within your boundary, um, you know, zones and all that sort of thing. Um, try to connect with people as best as you can. I know we all want things like hugs and in-person stuff, but it's not there at the moment. Reach out, um, you know, set up your own networks, um, find support services. It is so important. We can get through it. We did do it um, before, and we can do it again, and we will. Um, and, yeah, all the vibes out there. I, as I said, I'm not... Um, you know, coasting along myself by any means. There are, you know, the lockdown is affecting me. There are other issues in my life that are um, not lockdown related, but, you know, we've all just um, got to be there for each other and we can do it. And of course, rainbow communities know about community and resilience and sticking together in tough times in particular. Freedom of Species up next. Um, They'll be chatting to Animal Liberation Queensland today. So keep your um, devices locked on 3CR take it out today we've got to have a bit of a laugh at something and someone who knows how to do a range of humorous material and serious material is becky cole and here's her classic from way back um first originated on her album wild at heart way back in 2001 
here's the classic lazy bones and no there is no real swearing on this um on this track thanks for tuning in to out of the pan i'm sally goldner catch you next week oh um, yes, that'll be what you'll hear at the start of next week. Let's have a listen to Becky now. Catch you next week. Mm. Well, it's way too soon. To have the seven year itch But he's getting cranky And I'm just a bit unsure I'll tell you what I mean You see when we first met I thought well This is it But it turns out my head was just Full of shining Things just ain't what they seem Say it.